So, hi girls, and welcome to our Guiding God's Girls podcast. Today, we will be interviewing an author, and her name is Krista McGee, and I'm going to ask her a couple questions about herself, and she's going to answer them. So, let's get started. Hi, Krista. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, absolutely. Uh, My name is Krista McGee. Um, I have written six books. Uh, The first three are more like contemporary humorous fiction, and then the second is a dystopian trilogy. They're all written for young adults. I'm a high school English and drama teacher, um, and I've worked with youth for pretty much my whole adult life, so that's really where my heart is. I love um, just being able to help point teenage girls to Jesus and help them grow in their faith, and so my uh, writing is really just part of uh, who I am. Thank you. Um, So when did you know that you wanted to become an author? Well, really, it was just kind of a step of faith. Uh, Right after, I don't know if you remember, because you're probably younger, but the Twilight books, do you remember those or the movies? Those came out, and all of my students were just so crazy about them. And I'm not against Twilight or anything, but I read them because all my students were reading them. And I was like, oh, you know what I don't like about them? What I don't like is the boy is like the savior. He makes everything better. He makes life complete. Mm -hmm. And I read those and remember thinking, I wish somebody would write books where Jesus is Jesus and the boy isn't Jesus. Because while there's nothing wrong with romance, and I love romance, if we think that's going to be our salvation, we're going to be constantly disappointed because we were made to be God's girls. And so anyway, so with that in my head, I was like, you know what, maybe I should write a book like that. And so um, that kind of started my author journey. My my first book, First Date, um, I based loosely on the book of Esther. And so I started writing that this summer of 2009. It just kind of by faith, like, I don't know if I can write a book. I've never written a book before, but I'm going to try. So I went to the library, um, you know, a lot of mornings that summer. I'm a teacher, so I was off school. My husband, you know, so he watched the kids. And so in the mornings, I went and wrote. And by the end of the summer, I'd written a book. And then, you know, from there, the Lord just opened the doors for me to get published and kept going from there. So what was mm-hmm. um, that first book about and the name? The first book is called First Date. Mm-hmm. And it is um, a modern retelling of the biblical story of Esther. So my Esther is a girl named Addie who was chosen to be on a reality TV show where the president's son is picking his prom date, but she doesn't want to go because she thinks it's stupid. But her principal at the little Christian school where she goes says, you know what? Maybe God has chosen you for such a time as this. Maybe he wants you to go and be a light for him on this TV show. So she goes and, you know, the story goes on from there. Okay. So (laughs) how did you come to know the Lord? Well, I grew up in a Christian home, so I was always surrounded by truth, but I really didn't um, accept him as my Savior until I was 11. Um, at that time, I was, I was going to a Christian school, and um, a pastor talked about how, uh, a, what a hypocrite is. Like, I'd never really heard the word before, but he said a hypocrite is somebody who pretends to be something, but really in his or her heart, they know that they're not. And he said, you know, some of you guys in here might be hypocrites. You might be saying you're Christian and talking like you're Christian and other people think you're a Christian, but you've never really asked Jesus to be your Savior. You've never really made that step of faith. And so I was very convicted by that because I was like, that's me. I, you know, I've 
know all the right words and I know all the right answers and but I wasn't really a Christian. So that when I was 11 is when I really um, came to faith in Christ. And um, but it wasn't until I was 16 that I got really serious about just making Jesus number one and doing whatever he wants me to do. Yeah, because I know that a lot of people today, they're like, they're, they are hypocrites and they say that they're Christians, but they don't really live it in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why is it important to you to incorporate God into your books? Well, I think he is, you know, honestly, the most important, um, the most important. He's our number one. He should be what we focus on. And I think especially for teens, although it's true for adults, but especially for teens, there's so much out there that is vying for your attention as number one. You know, like so many people are telling you school should be number one or your sports should be number one or your extracurricular activities should be number one. And so it's important for me to remind teenage girls, no, it's Jesus. He needs to be number one. Everything else comes second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long does it usually take you to write your books? Good question. I, I have written most of them within four to six months. And that's not writing full-time because I've, I've kept you know, a full-time job of teaching. So I write um, or wrote. I'm, I'm not currently writing right now. I'm taking a little bit of a break. But um, during the summers, you know, I would get a significant amount of writing done. And also during breaks for like, spring break and Christmas break and things like that and sometimes weekends so it was pretty time consuming which is why I'm on a little break right now just because it was a little overwhelming Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's fun I love writing but it it is takes a lot of time when it's not your full-time job yeah so what's your favorite book that you've written okay that is um my third book called write where I belong and it is loosely based on Ruth and I just love, I love the story. And there's, there's so much of me in that one. Um, I've had, you know, I've lived overseas. Our family were missionaries in Spain and Costa Rica. And so my main character is from Spain and she moves to the States. And um, the, the guy main character is a pastor's son. My, my husband is a pastor's son. And um, just, you know, the, the cross-cultural adjustments and uh there's so many things about that story are just very personal. So I think I, I feel like of all the books I've written, I put more of myself in that one than any of them. What is the most important lesson that God has taught you? Uh, this world is not my home. You know, I think we've, we've moved a lot in our, in our lives because of, you know, ministry and different things like that. And, I spent a whole lot of years just wanting to settle down. Like, okay, we're going to live here forever. Oh, no, now we're going to live here forever. And every place I realized God convicted me, you know, years later after doing this so many times that I'm looking to create heaven on earth, but that's not where heaven is. And so the lesson he taught me is what I long for, to have a one place that I live forever that, you know, I know everybody and everybody knows me. That longing is a good longing, but it's not going to be completely fulfilled until heaven. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually that's a pretty cool statement. I've never heard that before. Huh. Yeah. So, are you planning to write any more books or cuz you said you're on uh, Yeah, actually. I am on a little break. Yeah, right now I'm actually I have a a really good friend of mine in um Florida who is putting together a, a Christian film 
and he has asked me to write a prequel for this film. So I'm working on that in like an independent way. Oh, nice. It's totally different than anything I've written before. His movie is very sci-fi, you know, but with a Christian base. And, um, you know, so the novel won't be young adults. It'll be just, you know, regular adult fiction um, with just, it's different. Like we're, we're still in the uh, brainstorming, trying to figure out the plot phase and then I'll start writing it probably this summer. But it's fun, you know, and it's fun to be able to, you know, I really love Christian films, and I'm, I would like to see more of those out there, more good quality Christian films. So I'm excited to be able to to lend a, a tiny hand to to helping that project out. Mm-hmm. Because I find today that um, that Christian Christian teenagers are kind of um, becoming more like the world because they watch the they like the sci-fi genre, uh-uh. so they start watching uh-uh. the movies. And because yeah. there's no Christian um, like sci-fi movies right. and enough books that are popular then it's hard for them to to even be, like read more christian stuff right yeah well, absolutely mm-hmm. so i've been looking for more of those books and that's how i came across your um dystopian okay. trilogy yeah and I, mm-hmm. I really liked it and i gave it to my mom and my friends <laughs> and they all like they love it um, hey that's great yeah so, um, what is your favorite book to read? Well, other than the Bible, of course. Right, right. Man, that's hard. I, I probably have a tie. Mm-hmm. A, a tie between um, Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, which I just love. Yeah, good one. Um, and, and then the second one is C.S. Lewis's Till Til We Have Faces. Oh, okay. It's a, it's, it's a little-known book by C.S. Lewis, but it is, it's brilliant. It's his retelling of the Cupid and Psyche myth. Oh, yeah, I'll have to read that one. So what is your favorite Bible story? Really, it's Esther. Esther is my favorite. <laughs> That's why you wrote a book about it, huh? That was my first. That was my, yeah, yeah I had, I remember doing, um, I did a really in-depth Bible study of Esther probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And as I was studying, I just, because, you know, Esther, you don't really hear about God in the book. You hear, you know, but as I was studying through the amount of coincidences in there, you know, Esther just mm-hmm. happened to be beautiful. She just happened um, to see, you know, hear about the plot against the King's life. The King just happened to come across the information about, you know, Mordecai. Like there's so many coincidences. And as I was yeah. doing that study, I was like, man, I think we forget how involved God is in our lives just because we don't, you know, we're, we're not living in the old Testament where the prophets are speaking directly or whatever. There's no, you know, fire coming down from heaven and leading, leading us, you know, out of Israel doesn't yeah. mean, or out of Egypt, not Israel, um, you know, doesn't mean that God is not very involved in what's going on in our lives. Yeah, that's always been my favorite Bible story, mm. because I love the concept that it was a woman that God chose, like, uh-huh. firstly a woman, and then secondly, yep. that she could save the whole of Israel. It was just, right. yeah, so that was my favorite. Um, and she's reluctant. Yeah. Which I love too. Like it's yeah. not like she's like, of course I can do this. She's like, no, no, <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what is your favorite verse? My favorite verse is um, Proverbs nineteen fourteen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my Rock and my Redeemer. Mm, nice one. My favorite mm. is, I like um. 
either 1 John 4, 4, for you are of God, little children, and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Or I like John 10, 10, which is basically saying that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, because some people, some people think that, that God has given them sickness and stuff, but, uh-huh. but yeah, but we know that it is from the devil, the thief, who mm-hmm. steals, but God gives us life. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So is there any specific message that you want to tell our listeners? Really, my best advice I can give you is to just pursue God with everything you have. Don't let anything else come in between you and your pursuit of a relationship with a God who loves you. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, it was nice. Um, thank you for letting us interview you. Yeah, I'm happy was, to. Thank you. Yeah, and there's some great messages that you were sharing with us. Thank you. You're very welcome. Talk to you later. Bye.